last night when uh, Jill left you guys in. You said you would have been okay if he had pulled you, but in hindsight, with the way you guys were able to come back tonight, do you feel like that was beneficial? Um, absolutely. You know, Joe came in, I mean, uh, before the game and, and set the tone for us, told us that we needed to get our shit together. And uh, we started out the game great. I think we got up to a great start. Um, was moving the ball. Um, we had a little stagnant in the third quarter, you know, that led to the Lakers getting out in transition. They got some superb athletes still, uh, which is crazy, but... You know, we was able to, you know, manage it, you know, make some big plays down the stretch of the fourth where it looked like we was out. I think we were down eight points or ten points in the fourth quarter. Uh, we're still able to come back and win. So that, you know, that's a tough and a perfect way to close out the road trip. Back in the Causeway Street studio, another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. I'm Josue Pavone. Joel Pavone's here. Sean Dutra. The Celtics are back in town, back from their six-game road trip. And it wasn't as, uh, it was it was something, right? There was quite the ups and downs and, uh, you know, games that could have gone a different way, let's say. But the Celtics, at the end of the day, uh, uh, survived giving up a 20-point lead. And a, and a masterpiece performance from Jason Tatum and pretty much a classic matchup. I mean, look, some of these fans can say what they want about how this thing turned out between them and the Lakers in the sense of how it could have gone the other way. But what a showdown. I mean, for Tatum, that shot over LeBron James, 44 points, another masterpiece, another another uh, uh, stellar performance. And, yeah, look, the Celtics went, what, 4-2 and two in the road, West Coast road trip. Uh, the 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 Golden State Warriors game obviously is the one that sticks out the most. The loss against the, the Clippers, you know, we'll get into that as well. But let's start off. Uh, let's start off on a good note. Let's get, let's deliver the good news, which is Jason Tatum um, going back to his MVP self right after a couple of uh, underwhelming performances. Yeah, man, I thought uh, I thought the West Coast trip. Uh, okay, so let, let's let's be realistic. Like you go on a West Coast trip, and we were all talking sort of happy go lucky last time we were on the podcast. Yeah, a little like, too much. A little yeah, too much. I which, is, the gun a which is fine. But I mean, to be honest with you, it wasn't like I think I, I, we weren't alone. And the fact that they lost the two games. Well, well, you're never alone though, because you're always doing the whole four and zero. Well, I mean, well, that, I mean, that, but, that, but, that's but, me. But, yeah. but these three particular I teams, shit, I let that shit rub off on me, and I should have known. But no, but these, known. Yeah, but these three particular teams were like either. 500 or below 500 yeah, so, so it, was, it wasn't like out of the realm so for me for me i think like the way i look at it the lakers game great bounce back win like even though it was up and down it was a little roller coaster ride like that still is a big win on the road to close out a road trip where your team didn't really have a full 48 in them but you still found a way to win which is huge and then I think, you know, looking back on the Warriors game and the Clippers game, I am not in the camp that the Celtics can't beat the Warriors and that the Warriors sort of own them or anything like that. But I just think, like, for the Warriors, they were at home. They have a great home record, like we just talked about off air. Best home record in the league, right? Uh, and they got up for the game that they wanted to prove a point. And, you know, maybe the Celtics weren't really ready for that. Like that's that's but but at, and at the same time, then like you look at the Clippers game, that loss to me, I don't care about that loss. Like 
it is what it is. You're sandwiched between the Warriors and the Lakers. You came out, you have a bad game. So you look at the whole macro picture of this of this road trip, four and two. You're never going to be mad about a West Coast swing in a six game road trip where you go four and two. You shouldn't be at least. So to everybody that's overreacting about one game, to everybody that's freaking out about you know the fact that we can't beat the Warriors or they have our number, <laughs> it's like yo, it's one game. Yeah, I don't, but I don't think it's I don't think it's the that the Warriors have the Celtics number. It's the the Tatum factor. Sure, right? It's like. You know, he reverted. Play. He reverted to some of his like habits from the finals. Yeah, well, Wiggins not playing is more of a reason why he should have played better. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm not. I'm not. If Wiggins locked him down again, then we'd be like, okay, well, that's like that's, that's a matchup that's not Tatum is having trouble winning. No, no, no. I think like, this is even worse. Just because he goes to Golden State, he can't play basketball. Like what? No, that it's not. It's not that. I'm just. I'm. I'm saying because of the MVP conversation and the way that they've started. It's like kind of what Brown said. Like we we played like we had this circled on our calendar instead of just playing our game. And it wasn't like Tatum was the only one that had a bad game. Like the team overall reverted back to some bad habits that that, that we saw, especially in the first half of last season. I look at it like this: a lot of ISO, a lot of ISO ball. It sucks that it was against the Warriors. Yeah, but this team has given themselves leeway for a two-game losing streak. On the road against two legitimate teams. They've given themselves the leeway for you then not to look at this like a lot of people have been and saying like, oh, is this a fraud team? Are the Celtics are frauds now because they lost against the Warriors. They couldn't keep up against them. They had a bad loss against the Clippers. Plus, And plus. they lost a 20-point lead against the Lakers. People are looking at this right now like Rome is burning, where I think like you've given yourself leeway. We've You've, you've dominated the teams you're supposed to dominate. You're 21 and are 22 and six now. Like we're going to be okay. Yeah. Like, but- you can't just like last year. And I, I, hold on. Just like last year where you couldn't take these like good wins or bad losses at the beginning of the year. Serious. Cause it's a, re- a long rest of the season. Same thing now. Like you, no one got up in arms when they demolished the, um, all those teams that we talked about last time. Right. Where they demolished those all, all teams, the, all the West Coast teams, all the West Coast teams that we demolished before the before the road, and then you, you have two bad games in a row. They happen in a row. I get why people are a little bit nervous, but it's the, the overreaction is just out of control, man. No, I mean, and I also want to piggyback on the fact that, and we talked about it last episode and probably the last few episodes. Everyone is gonna play their best ball against the Celtics, like teams, even though the Celtics didn't win it last year. Teams are playing the Celtics as if, like, they were the champions last year. And because the Warriors have been playing, you know, 500 basketball all season, even you know, despite them having the great home record, they're like, oh, no, we got to make a statement against these dudes because everyone's talking about the Celtics. Everyone has the Celtics coming out of not only the East, but to win it all. We're still the reigning champions. So, of course, the Warriors are going to come out the way that they did. And that's okay. It's not like the end of the world. I mean... There was a lot of this team isn't as good as we thought they were, but no Al Horford, yeah. no Robert Williams. I mean, forget about that. They didn't have Andrew Wiggins, but I, I almost, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah I but think, that's more of a reason why they should win the game, right? right? No, no, no. no I'm not saying thing. no. I'm not saying that no, they shouldn't have won the, the game. The yeah, yeah. Wiggins thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't understand that. Part. Oh no, I'm just saying the Wiggins, Wiggins, the, the 
Got the Wiggles in the Jiggles on? No. The Wiggles, Wiggles, bro? (laughs) Uh, The Wiggins thing with Tatum would have been worse if Wiggins came in the game and played and locked Tatum down like he did in the finals. And then you're like, oh shit, if we see them so in the either, finals. So either way, though, you, you're trying to say like the Warriors aren't like Tatum's kryptonite like right now? Or? I, I I think that. I think he's more in his own head, to yeah, be honest. That's just me. Though. And, I don't and, know. And you know what? If if I'm Joe Missoula, I think that Warriors loss is the best thing that could have happened to my team. Because now I'm looking at it like you guys are you guys have been world beaters for the year. Well, even I mean, he even he was just like, it's not the end of the fucking world every time we lose a game, right? But but <laughs> no, he said that he said that. But I except yeah, for the, except for the fucking quote, exact quote. <laughs> uh, no, but but I'm the Sandcastles thing, right? We talked about Jimi Hendrix earlier. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, How can I forget? But I, what I'm trying to say is, it's a good thing to bring them back down to earth to be like, yes, you guys are playing at a a, a level that we haven't seen in a while. But you still have work to do. Like the, you, you there are still teams out there that when they bring their A game, they can beat you. So you need to bring your A game every single night. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a growing pain. That is fine. I would much rather have it this way. Well, I mean, I don't think they would have won had they beat the the Warriors and the Clippers or one of one lose one and win the other. Maybe they don't win against the Lakers because Joe at the end of the game was like. I spoke to not only Tatum but Brown and Smart. I was like, "It's it's you three. You three are the way the way you guys go is yeah. the way this team is going to go." And guess what? Those are the three that that pulled off that comeback mm-hmm. against the Lakers. Yeah. yeah, and that's what Tatum actually talked about after the game as well. He was like, "Man, he pretty much just held us held us accountable and said, look, it, you guys, the team will follow your lead.' Yeah, it's follow not suit. just yep. Tatum. It's not just Brown. You know, it's Marcus too. It's it's, it's all three of those guys. And then I love to hear stuff like that because." We've all been sort of waiting for that moment, right? Like when when is when is Joey gonna have to crack the whip on these guys, right? right? Like when does he cross over from being the the new guy, the new guy in charge, the one that everyone likes and is, and is happy that he's in this position to becoming that guy who's okay, look, you guys have to listen to me now. Or hey, this is me being serious right now because we're at that point of the season where we have to take things up another notch and I gotta sort of crack the whip here, you know. I think I, I actually like I, I said that. I think I think it's great and I think it's going to show like how good of a coach Joe Mazzulla actually is because I do feel like things were going very well for him to start the season. Oh man, he just didn't have to fuck up, right? Damn right, damn damn near perfect. Like, yeah, you couldn't ask for a better start. So. Yeah, so, so then this this was just a a hurdle that yeah. how is he going to handle it? And the Lakers, how are the team going to respond? The Lakers right. were playing good basketball. Yeah, going so, into this game. So you said that's yes. true. That's true. You <laughs> like, you you were weary of this. You were yeah. You were as close as, as predicting an L as you get during the uh, look ahead. Like, more the, so than any of the other teams. The Clippers game was a downright awful loss, but yeah. the Lakers have been playing good basketball. Probably the worst loss. Yeah, of the season. Yeah, yeah. hands out. I mean, the Bulls, whatever. The first Bulls. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, the, the worst loss. But the Lakers are playing really good basketball. They're healthy. You had LeBron James absolutely taking advantage of Grant Williams. Yo, why the fuck was Grant Williams guarding LeBron James? All night. And not only that, he was going LeBron James. He was guarding uh, Anthony Davis. Like it's that. That's a non. That's like, to a, the point. To the point where he brought in Cornette to be like, "All right, give me something, dude. something, something." Yeah. <laughs> on, on the defensive. Grant Williams got abused. I mean, yeah, that that was that was that was. But I mean, if it wasn't for the, the I don't know the, the tired legs of AD and and LeBron, 
That might have been a different outcome there. I, but think we, that's, I think that's three straight nights of not having Al Horford out yeah. there. I mean, obviously, there's no Rob. That's been the yeah. case all year long. But, but Al Horford would have played one of them games yeah. at least, right? Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah. especially the, uh, the the Clippers and Warriors game. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think it's, too, and it's, like, it's hard to believe that he missed five out of these six games. Yeah. And LeBron against the Celtics is a different LeBron. We all know that. Like, you're able to hold yeah, him off. You're able to. Fucker still gets up with these games. Yeah, he's, he does seriously. Yeah, but he's like downhill, bro. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. He's not the same. Like but he's he's, he's, legit, he's legit downhill. Like he loves going downhill. No, that's <laughs> what I mean. No, no, I don't mean downhill. Yeah, I should. That was still his best game of the season. That, that was probably his best game of the season. I thought you were saying like he was on the down. Like, no, right, right. No, I mean like literally like he's he's if if it's a fast break and he's going downhill, like look out. There's yeah. no way to stop him. He's either getting to the free throw line. He's either getting that layup. I still think that defensively was, he's doing that from behind block, you know, that steal that leads to a fast break, but yep. he's not the same kind of guy no, where not. in a half course set, he can just hitting shots no. over two people, taking guys one-on-one off the dribble, you know, the fadeaway three-pointer. But he sort of looked like that in the game a little bit. Like he was, he was, yeah, he had his, he had his play. moments, but that's what I mean. Though. He got up for that game yeah, and but, he's going downhill. That's what it is. Yeah. And, and you're, and you're, you're letting the Lakers capitalize on turnovers yep. or missed shots. And that's what they did gonna, in that yeah. second half. Yep. I agree. And then I think like the, the whole thing about us being able to hold off and recover in a game that you're coming off two straight losses. You're coming off a team that is hungry. Uh, the form, former best player in the world has your number, wants to beat the Celtics every mm. single year, especially on the Lakers now. You're able to hold him off. There's, If you're going to get on this team about losing to the Warriors, you have to give props to them for holding off the Lakers. That's what I'll just say. Like You can't have it both ways where you're just focused on, hey, the Warriors have your number. Then LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and the Lakers come in and they're playing the best basketball of the year. And you hold their runoff, like <clears throat> that's something to be said about that. Yeah. And they got their first win in OT. Hey. What Took care it, of business. What was it? One and three? One and three. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and the Lakers were one and one, I believe. Yeah, one and one. Yeah, yeah. Heading into that overtime. Now they're one and two. So Yeah. And, um, and Rickers don't mean anything in the Western Conference though. No. And Tatum really becomes <laughs> the <laughs> highest scorer in franchise history against the Lakers. Per game? No, well, the the this one performance, so he scored 44. Oh. He passed Paul Pierce for the top score in, L- in L.A. in the Celtics jersey. Very cool. Yeah, Paul. That's hard to believe. Well, that was that record was uh, standing since 2001. Yeah, yeah when, Paul, when Paul got the name, the truth. The then. truth, yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, like, all those Lakers <laughs> series yeah. in the finals. Really? Bird never did anything or? I want to say, I, I mean, say I, I want to say Ray. Ray had like thirty nine or forty something. Like, no, so here, here's like a here. I don't think he. I don't think he hit. So after Tatum with forty four was Pierce with forty two back in uh, two thousand one. That is the motherfucking truth. Yeah, yeah uh, two thousand one. And then Tatum again at forty one two years ago. Oh, that's when they lost, just, and he was like the happiest guy. Yeah. After double OT or whatever. No, no, no. This, no. this is no. This was after COVID passed. Yeah, that was a double OT game when they lost it. No. Did they go to overtime? And they, it might. I think it, it, it sounds. It sounds. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, it was like a man A. Yeah, Havel, the first time in uh in the, the what was the Staples Center back then? Havlicek, uh, aka Hondo, forty-one points in nineteen sixty-five. Oh, great game! And then Jalen Brown was in two thousand twenty-one. He had forty points. Cool, Jalen. So those are the top five top scorers on the Celtics against the Lakers in LA. Well, the good news for the Celtics team is. 
They're going into the greatest homestand in franchise history, it seems like, or at least since, since we've all been alive. I can't believe it. I thought the six was the, the most. That's crazy. Seven-game homestand. Seven. So they have some chance to uh, establish themselves, create some separation before that big matchup, Christmas Day matchup against the Milwaukee Bucks, because the Milwaukee Bucks right now, I mean, they don't, don't look now, but they're, they've they matched the Celtics in the loss column, but the Celtics still have uh, two two wins over the over the Bucks. But suck it. <laughs> but leading into that matchup, though, sure, they lost against the Rockets and the fucking uh, and the Lakers. Leading into that matchup, though, you know that everyone's going to be seeing how these two teams are. are you know, progressing, heading into it. So, yeah, this is it. I mean, Sean, yeah, that's your cue. You better start Googling now because we're about I to, got it, Googled. We're about to go into your segment and uh, see who's on the schedule, who's on tap. Who's on the docket. Which teams will the Celtics be facing before this uh, Christmas uh, showdown? showdown <laughs> yeah. Between these two teams that haven't seen each other since season? last year's Eastern uh, Conference playoffs. All right, so... Time to look ahead. We're looking ahead. Uh, so twenty-two and seven, and the Bucks are twenty and seven. Twenty and seven. All yep. Right. All right. So we we just talked about the Warriors really getting up for the Celtics. You know, obviously LeBron got up for the Celtics. Personal reasons. The Celtics now have to face the wrath. Of Bull Bull. <laughs> I knew you were fucking bring him up. And somehow. the Orlando Magic. <laughs> the discarded Bull Bull. Oh, he's the headline now. The Celtics had this gem on their roster. The nine, the nine and twenty Orlando Magic, yes. Bull Bull is a treat for everybody. A treat. And, and and he comes back to Boston not once, but twice. It's Bull Bull weekend this weekend. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Friday, Bobo weekend and at the Sunday. garden. Bobo weekend. It's Bobo weekend at the garden. I wouldn't be surprised. Sounds like, sounds like the Mega Bowl to me. You know, I, they really missed an opportunity in you know that 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 campaign right there, the marketing campaign. Bobo weekend. Yeah, yep. uh, There's a trust me. I am not alone with the Bobo love. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I so think you are, but all right. All right. <laughs> Anyways, magic Keep and magic, magic and magic. So it's not a home in home. What do they call a home? A back to back home. Back home. to back at home, yeah. Well, people people do say home and home. Home and home is when you're home, and no, then you go to the no, other home. No. How is that that though? It I know, I know. Away. I thought, I thought. Anyways, uh, okay. People well, are weird. They, or, Friday. Or, 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 so just say a two game set with no, the fucking what? magic at home. Call it, we're gonna call it the Bowl Bowl Weekend, and that's All what right. I'm sticking to. Yeah. So Bowl Bowl Weekend Magic uh, Celtics play on Friday, and then again in a matinee on Sunday, and then uh, the Indianapolis Pacers. That's a good one. Pacers have been a god-awful team this year. And will Aaron Neesmith get a tribute video? That is the question. (laughs) (laughs) That is the big question coming into this game. I think Bobo gets one before fucking... Uh, Hell yeah. (laughs) Bobo Bobo will not get a a tribute video on Friday night, score 50, and then get a tribute video on Sunday. About as 50 put up. Uh, but Neesmith, yeah, Neesmith is uh, finding a little bit of the same exact role he had on the Celtics for a god-awful Pacers team. Um, hey, yeah, yeah, but yeah, Daniel yeah, Tice yeah, does yeah, come yeah, yeah. back into the building on the Pacers. He's he's injured, but it is what it is. He's got a he may get a little he may get a little tribute. His, his role's increased, generally speaking. He may get a tribute. If you compare, tribute. if you compare who he was for the Celtics team 
you know, in contrast to what he's been doing for the Pacers, I don't know, man. He's one of those uh, rotational guys. I don't think he was ever that. That was ever the case here. Well, they tried to force him into a rotational guy in like the playoffs. Remember? Uh, that was more of the uh, not, not last year, the year before that. Break the glass, you know. Yeah, they were like, oh, emergency. that was that hustle Neesmith phase of everyone's crash Neesmith. Yes. Aw- awful, awful. He was never a good player. Hate it when people try to sell me on Neesmith. Uh, and then we got the. <laughs> I think we should no. I think we should stay right there. Yeah, stay right there. Yeah, I think we should stay right there. All right, so yeah. you got Bowl Bowl weekend, and then you got Neesmith and Tice Ho- returning. Ho- homecoming. Homecoming. Even though nice. Tice is Tice is he's injured, but maybe he'll be. Tice is on the bench that. though. He's active on the bench. Yo, Tice might get a tribute video. Tice should get a tribute video. But I thought he got one when he got traded the last time. And you bring him back again, and, and you, you give and him you another, another one. one. All right, all right, okay. Any anytime, I'm with it. anytime you can give Tice a little shout out, you give Tice a little shout out. He deserves it. All right, all right, yeah. I'm, let me, some, no, let me no. some 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 D Tice. That dude can mop the floor or sand it. <laughs> he's got it. his numbers are getting up there, man. He's got what nine? How many minutes is he averaging? Seventeen minutes a game. This all right. So for the for, for December, which is I'm um, obviously highlighting this for a reason. Is his best month of the season. Uh, he's averaging twenty one minutes. He's scoring nine points, shooting uh, 42% from, from behind the arc, uh, 46.9% from the floor, and he also averages four fouls a game. But he's improving. <laughs> he's improving. I was about to be shocked. When you said 21, I thought you were going to say points. I was like, Neesmith, I thought, walk out of here. For a second, for a split second, <laughs> I, thought this was, I thought that was steals. That is, like, no, 3.9 fouls. That is, that is Neesmith's absolute ceiling. That is the most like. The, I was like, there's no way he's averaging three point nine. So oh, yeah, the Pacers are so bad. The they best, are so the best bad. shooter in his draft, bro. Halliburton. No fucking uh, Sadiq Bay. Yes, yeah, I, I still think about. Hey, him. don't get me started with my Pistons, baby. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started with the Pistons. Please stop. His best game of the season, it. though, was against your Orlando Magic's Bull Bull and the Orlando Magic. Uh, he dropped nineteen former teammates. He dropped. He dropped nineteen points. He dropped 19 points, uh, went five of eight from behind the arc, and that was back on uh, uh, November 19th. Yeah, the 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 chances that the Celtics had. Oh, I think that's when he got showered with the yeah. uh, the thing with the celebration. Oh, yeah, he almost like just almost tore his ACL. Yeah, just died. think that the Celtics <laughs> could have built around Aaron Neesmith and Bol Bol. Think about the lineup we could have had on the floor right now with those two players. <laughs> so he said he almost died. He really almost did. No, I've, never really, he, my, I've never seen that in my I've never seen in my life. He, uh, his like, face, you could you know feel that, the panic. You know, yeah. you know, you ever you ever tip back in a chair and then you're like, oh, oh, oh. Like that, that was his face <laughs> when he fucking when he went down. His life flashed before. Yes, uh, I know the look. Just concussed, dude. This, <laughs> brutal. Anyway, he's got to hang in there. Don't play right. with water, guys. <laughs> All right, we'll see. Um, we'll see. What do you guys? What do you guys think? I think there's two questions. First off, um, we already said what's the we Celtics? already talked about the tribute videos. What's, what's the next question? What's the, Celtics, <laughs> what's the Celtics record? And does Bow Bow go for a total of hundred points against the Celtics? Let me let me let me let me, <laughs> okay. let me say this because after this six game road trip, right, where you beat teams like the the Nets, you shot on the Nets, uh, you were shitting on the Lakers, then you let them come back, and then you you know pull off the win at the end. You shot on Phoenix. That was great. So now you're going up against. Orlando, yeah, and the Pacers yeah. at home right before Christmas. He uh, said, "Yeah, <laughs> what was it? I don't know." 
Those are, those are trap games hey, to me. Trap game hey. vibes. Hey. Yeah, drop the hey. beat. <laughs> drop the cheese. Trap game. Trap, trap. trap. <laughs> skirt, skirt. Those, uh, those got trap games ran all over it. All trap. over it. <laughs> Just put some cheese up. Right, right. <laughs> trap in a game. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, you're trying, to, you're trying to do the Migos thing. Like, when you go trap kill all over it, I should have been like, all over it. <laughs> Trap trap. <laughs> yeah. I say as much as it pains me, two and one. And one of those losses are against Orlando. Bowl bowl. <laughs> the bowl game. They get bowl bowls, huh? They think, get bowl bowls. Oh, you get bowl bowl over? Said the bowl bowl game. The bowl bowl game. You know it's going to happen. You know he's bound to. I'm, I'm curious. Let me see how no. much bowl bowl is averaging no, right we now. We don't know that. Hold on, hold on. Bowl bowl is averaging. All but 12.4 points a game. And he's balling. <laughs> Neesmith would kill for those numbers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 7.4 rebounds. Dude, 12 and 7, dog. You don't think the Southerners could use a 12 and 7 freak right now? Well, it's supposed to be Grand Williams. What's his three-point shooting percentage? 40%. <laughs> which is which is what Grant shoots, dude. Seven foot seventy eight, <laughs> dude. You know what I mean? Come on, Grant, Grant's doing that for you. Come on, come on. I'd rather have Bobo. He's just he's just uh, instead of instead of what was it twelve and seven? He's he's, he's nine and four. So he thinks it's all good. <laughs> it's all good until you punch the ball into the crowd and you get fined twenty k. Oh, stay tuned for in case you missed. I'm just it, gonna bro. float this out there, Bobo or Grant Williams. <laughs> Somewhere Brad Stevens is like, and that's why we didn't extend. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Sean. Smart kid. Uh, okay, I got three and oh. Brad, but... like, I like this podcast. Yeah, I know, right? This is apparently Stevens listens to our podcast. Uh, no, yeah. this is this a, way. no, because if you listen to the podcast, we would have never let Bobo go. This is we, years ago, but we I was would smart. have we would have a front court back. Bobo, we would have a bench of a front court. Bobo has foot surgery, Brown. my dude. What were you gonna do with him? Let him heal. <laughs> That's what I was gonna do with him. The, uh, you know, <laughs> you get a gift like Bull Bull, and you let him go. It's bound to come back to haunt you at some point. All right, Bull Bull weekend coming up. Yeah, I'm gonna go three and zero. I know I said that last week, but I think it's gonna happen this time. Yeah, I mean they're playing trash teams, so it's not like a crazy. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I mean they're playing Bull Bulls. So yeah, yeah. Bull Bull sucks, dude. <laughs> Uh, can't be Bobo. You, you said Bobo. You, know, you know I can't be Bobo, <laughs> you know right? I can't <laughs> be Bobo. <laughs> I can't lose a Bobo. You know uh, why I can't lose a Bobo. I don't know. No, we'll see. No, but the, no. <laughs> so you're saying you're saying two and one, three and zero, oh, three and zero. Oh. Oh, no, right. come on. But <laughs> but but you're gonna have to overcome. Why did you say all that? You're gonna have to overcome Bobo. Oh jeez. But the thing the thing with the Magic it's in cool. general is that they always they always play the Celtics tough. It's it's they never do? it's never just they don't just blow them out that easy but it's at home and they come i think if they can if the Celtics can win the friday night game then the sunday one's a wrap oh so it all it's all predicated on that friday well i just think the friday night game they're coming back off the road trip friday night yeah yeah (laughs) he's like dude don't get me started i don't want to don't don't get me all right don't get me rolling here (laughs) we got we got a three and two three and o's and one two and ones so now we're gonna someone's gonna lose We'll see. Also, Paolo Blanchero. Yeah. Thoughts? Yeah, he's he's balling. I don't know. I don't know what to say. He's no Chet Holmgren, but, you know. 
Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to wait it out. He's definitely no Jaden Ivey. But... Uh, 21, you almost think... 22 points a game. Seven rebounds. He's pretty solid. Solid. I think I think he's got a rookie of the year in the bag, if you ask me. No. Why'd you do that, sorry? Ivy, <laughs> baby. No, you're out of your mind. <laughs> Cade Cunningham out for the rest of the season. Ivy's going to get that run. He's got that starting point guard. Yeah, they shot him down like, real Get quick. those numbers up. Get those numbers up. Cunningham, they shot him down real quick, huh? Well, they shot him real quick because there's a guy called Wayamba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, he's injured? Great. Shot him like, down. I, <laughs> I, 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 Increase I, our chances. I will say this now. If the Pistons get the number one pick next year, oh, watch the fuck out. Final, finals contenders? Fine, instant contender. Yep. <laughs> watch Sean place that bet immediately. Instant contender. I may pace a play. I'm going to Vegas. I may pace place a futures bet. I may pace place. <laughs> uh, of the Pistons making it to the Eastern Conference Finals next year. You know what the odds on that are Let, probably great. Let's talk after the show. I, I gotta, I gotta throw in a couple of bets myself. Hey, oh man, I thought I stay tuned. We <laughs> can't go to Vegas. <laughs> we can't. Oh, Dutra Vegas. Let's go. <laughs> I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put 2027 Bowl Bowl MVP odds and see what the fuck I get. Dude. Jesus. Yeah, so you giving them? You giving them five more years, huh? What is he gonna die? <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> he's been cheering. Like if you say if you say he's been balling, then I would expect you to say that he'll be MVP within the next, within the next he's balling couple years. on the pace that Giannis grew up. Mm. Giannis took a couple years to grow up. Right. You have to figure out how to use those superhuman talents. Mm. He also didn't break his foot in his third or fourth year. The Bulls have a foot problem. <laughs> That runs in their family. Okay, they got bad feet. <laughs> the bulls. <laughs> this is this is actually it's, true. Yes. <laughs> so let's just be let's just be optimistic here. <laughs> He's like, hopefully, in the next five years, nothing serious happens. But all right, uh, all right, that's enough bubble talk. Okay, yeah, that was geez. a lot of bubble talk. Who who let me off the leash with the bubble stuff, man? That's on you guys. That all started when you said bubble weekend. That's what happened. No, that was you were egging him on like half of that. Get out of here. My brother did that. That's what it was. Yeah. All right, let's move on. <laughs> let's go to <laughs> let's go <laughs> to the way we wrap up this show. Funny thing is, no one cares about this dude other than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 you might be wrong because there might be there might 80, be 80% of our listeners say, yes, die, yes, thank you. <laughs> I guarantee you there's at least a, a, a small number of diehard Causeway Street fans that are like, oh, yeah, Ducha did lose his shit the night that Bobo was drafted. And, we, and it wasn't, of course, by the buzz and something. And we... So. And lost his shit again when the Celtics acquired him for a few days. Yeah. For nothing. So, yeah. The real ones know the history between you and Bull Bull. So. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's worth mentioning. All right. Let's take our trip around the NBA. Let's wrap up this episode of Causeway Street, the way we wrap up every single episode, with Joel's In Case You Missed It. 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 Joel, what we missed? The NBA and its players' union have agreed to extend the uh, deadline to give a notice of plans to opt out of the uh, collective bargaining agreement. Uh, oh, the old CBA, huh? To February 8th, the sides uh, announced in the joint statement this week. So, um... Wait. Oh, finish. Sorry. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, hold your questions after. Sorry. <laughs> Put your hand down. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> All right, so prior to the agreement, the opt-out deadline was for Thursday. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now it's going to fall one day before the NBA trade deadline, which, by the way, it's very early this year, <laughs> like in February 8th, well, February 9th for the trade deadline. 
essentially the uh, the seven year CBA is going to expire after the 2023-24 season. So if either sides don't, you know, come to some sort of agreement before this or at this deadline, this new deadline, which is February 8th, this current agreement is going to end on June 30th. So by the offseason, if they don't come to an agreement, there'll be a lockout. So the season is fine. This season is fine. This season is fine, but Did if they don't come to that, so this go in with the best record and then they get locked the fuck <laughs> yeah. out, dude. Stop. I, I, stop. I was like, I was like, I was like, couldn't hold back my question. John would be podcasting every two days, being like, this is <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Free Jason Tatum. This is a fucking conspiracy, is what this is. This is bullshit, is what this is. This yeah. is, this is, this is rigged. The NBA is rigged. The NBA fucking trying to <laughs> even out the playing field. <laughs> They couldn't stop this out there, yeah, right. so they just like let's no, just no, no. let's just put a pause in the season. Think about it. Think about it. There was the Bucks. There was no one, no one fucking else, and the NBA hated that shit. And guess what? You can't have the finals in the Eastern Conference Finals, right? Yeah, bullshit. Uh, All right, to sum up here, so with, we're good this with season. our with our craziness, right? The deadline, which would have been today, got pushed to February eighth, the same week. One day before the NBA trade deadline, so if they don't come up with a an agreement on February eighth, then the current agreement that's supposed to expire after the two thousand twenty three twenty four season, there's going to be a stoppage, most likely starting June thirtieth. So it, we're saying then the CBA lasts until the end of next season. Correct. But they have the opportunity to opt out early in february well they don't come up to some sort of agreement yeah, yeah but they, that wouldn't that wouldn't force a uh that wouldn't force season to end it but it just, would force something after the season to stop for them to, to yeah they would have to start renegotiating right after that season, yeah that shit's season. gonna they're yeah. not they're not coming to an agreement mid-season it's that like it's like it's happen. like if a player has a player option and they don't come up with some sort of you know extension i think then I, it's just like, all right so i'm, I'm opting out on you know in this case it's june 30th and i'm opting out and it's whatever. Let me ask you guys this. They did, and I don't know if this is going to come up, but the whole thing about the last CBA where there was like the sort of lockout and then it came out of it was the max contracts. And the whole thing was like they wanted the team that had them to be able to give more money. Okay. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because. Is that working? I'm not uh, answering my question, but go ahead. According to Woj, okay. Now, the NBA is pursuing the implementation of an upper spending limit that will replace the luxury tax with a hard limit that teams could not exceed to pay salaries. If that's where you were going. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if, if you give, you can give the super max to your own player, if he's on your team and you can go above the luxury tax. So, so. this, this goes to teams like the Warriors, so the this. Nets, the Clippers, no, not the Celtics. In this particular, yeah, because we've been jerking off around the salary cap. The <laughs> they're running up. They're running up massive payrolls and luxury yeah. tax penalties, but they don't care. They they're, they're paying it, so that affects other teams that can't. Yeah, so they don't go after so they, you know certain players. Yeah, I think I think that's a good thing. But then I think what's gonna this is, this is essentially the first season where the Celtics are you know wickets uh, like uh, fucking spend. Yeah, fucking first go season, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. First season since like the KG era, because when when KG was here, they were always over the luxury tax, but they didn't care because they were always a contender. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I I think they're still in the growing phase of this whole like too much money to be figure out how to spend it, because they did this whole thing where they made it so that the there's the there's the floor, 
And then there's the tax, but the tax was just, it's just tax. You can go over it for a reason because they wanted people to spend and they wanted people to, to spend money. If the owners come back with a hard cap, the players aren't going to agree to that shit. Well, that's a, that's the whole point of the, um, pushing the, there's no the way deadline. they're pushing the deadline because it's like, yo, we gotta, we, gotta, we that, gotta work this out. That hard cap, that means owners are gonna make more money when the TV money comes in and goes up. Owners make more money, but that hard cap stays at a hard cap. Pretty much what this next CBA is, is it can't just be the same two, three to four teams that they don't give a fuck in terms of spending yeah, while other teams are not able to see, spend. See, I think that the, the two to three, four teams that don't give a fuck about spending. And I'm, makes I'm the not, rest I'm, of the league spend. No, but I'm not talking about salary. I'm just I'm talking about luxury tags. I know. Okay. All but right. I'm saying they so you're the Golden State Warriors, right? Since you won your first title and you had your dynasty, you've been making money hand over fist, easily the most profitable NBA franchise. If you don't reinvest that into your team and go above the luxury tax, you're stealing money. So because you're not putting it back in the in the product on the court. So, like, I look at it like success can breed overspending and being able to to spend the luxury tax because you don't give a fuck because your profits are so great. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But then you look at, like, Minnesota. You look at Detroit, Orlando, OKC. I think they just got to think of something creatively to make those teams spend more money. Then yeah, we shall see between now and February if that, you know, happens. All right, uh, in case you missed Capping, it. Capping, it's not going to work. Hard cap. <laughs> we get it. In case you missed it, uh, the NBA, they unveiled six new trophies for award winners. Okay, so essentially um, they renamed the, their, their trophies and introduced, and introduced one new trophy. Uh, it's uh, the NBA Clutch Player of the Year Award. So... That's a weird one. That's Wait, a weird one. But let me let me let me clutch player award like the the people who are part of the agency, the clutch agency, clutch sports. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just gonna it's, it's gonna know. be renamed the Luka Doncic Award in about fifteen years. Nah, he ain't that clutch yet. All right. So the the the, the new awards, Wait, new let me award guess. trophies, clutch award. Well, we'll we'll get to that one in a second. Okay. That's, that's the new award, right? So the right. trophy's so small. So. The <laughs> the most the most valuable player, whatever the MVP, is well, now the Michael Jordan one. Trophy. That's good, the MVP. <laughs> and he, so no, no, that's your guy, dude. You all right? Yeah. So the yeah, Finals okay MVP is Bill Russell. Yeah, yeah. That's but that was and the that's MVP is now Michael Jordan. Yeah. And it also makes me feel very old. Okay. That the players be- that we grew up watching now have trophies named after them. That makes me feel old. That aside. Anybody else? We okay. have. Uh, I, I didn't watch Bill Russell when he was playing. Not but. Bill Russell. I'm talking about Michael Jordan. Oh, okay. Like when Bill Russell happened, <laughs> I was like, like you brought up Bill Russell as if like you know, like him and Jordan played in the same era. I was like, Yo, that's like 40 years apart. Oh, I was asking a clarifying <laughs> question of what MVP. Oh no, we the league MVP, about. league MVP. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Because the Bill Russell award, you know, the Bill Russell just was named. MV- no, it wasn't just named. That was. 2010, bro. Okay. Because Kobe was the first one to win that. All right. But still didn't feel old. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So they weren't going to change it, like, especially right after he passed. What's wrong with you? All right. The Defensive Player of the Year Award is now named 
The Hakeem Olajuwon trophy. That's bullshit. You don't like that. Also makes me feel old. Yeah, if it was the Dennis Rodman trophy, you'd be pissed too. I'd be pissed. Why couldn't it be the? I don't know. Adrian Griffin Award. Yeah. <laughs> no. Why couldn't you pick a player from the fucking eighties, dude? Why are we doing nineties players now? All right. So maybe you feel better about this one. Okay. Maybe. Okay. NBA, NBA Rookie of the Year Award. Yeah. Now it's the Wilt Chamberlain Trophy. <sighs> Didn't see that guy play, huh? Okay. Fine. Fine. <laughs> From a, from an earlier generation, doesn't make me feel, but at the same time, like, how do you name a rookie of the year yeah, trophy? Right. Everyone's got one rookie year. You're really gonna say like Will Chamberlain had the best rookie year? Well, okay, even if he well, <sighs> do you want me to tell you how much he had during what was his average during the rookie season? No, because and we ain't talking about slaying women now. We are talking about on the basketball court. Oh, well. Yes, that's off the court. Chamberlain averaged 37.6 points yeah. and 27 rebounds per game. That's like the greatest rookie of all time. Okay, fine. And he played 46.4 minutes per game. Why was that dude's number so ridiculous? <laughs> In all aspects of life. <laughs> dude just lived his life the way he wanted to. In, in excess, the way <laughs> in, in every fashion. He also, every we're time we went out to dinner, right now. every every time now. we went out to dinner, he was like, "Can I have seven steaks?" <laughs> as long as you slap him up, well, go for it. Uh, slap him up, slap him up. All right. So. Every day I wake up, I <laughs> I eat fourteen bowls of cereal. Like, well, why do you eat so much cereal? It's like I fucking love. It. <laughs> All right, let's see. I know you'll love this one. So this is this is the next uh, one, right? Six man of the year. Six man of the year. Ricky Davis. <laughs> close. The Ricky close. Davis award. Close. I would. I would. I would. I would side <laughs> he towards. He never won that award, Joel. What do you mean close? I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> I would side towards Brandon Bass on one, this one. Brandon one, Bass. Huh? The, Brandon Bass. The Brandon Bass award. Yes. The one year. <laughs> How'd you know? The one year he 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 should have. He he almost won was he was a Celtic. So we always remember him as the sixth man who got away. Tony <laughs> Kukoc. No no no. I got I got this. Uh, Jamal Crawford. Oh no. He won Man Six Man of the Year. That was like his thing. That was his Celtics thing. icon, John Havlicek. Oh, that's right. Hondo. Hondo, dude. He was that six man guy, huh? How many six man of the year's award did he win? Well, he was a six man his whole career. Yeah, he was a six man like his okay. whole thing. But how many awards did he win? It's <laughs> a six man his whole career. And he was still the greatest. He's still Score the greatest Celtics <laughs> scorer of all time. Like, how is that even possible? Like, that's how much team basketball this damn organization is about. I mean, Jamal Crawford should wish, should have that never award named after him. And Hondo has the record for most points as a Celtic. That should be sufficient for him. Is Jamal Crawford a Hall of Famer? Woo! Right? Yes, but not a first ballot. Mm, I don't think Actually, so. Actually, you know what? Depends who's on the ballot because, you know, I don't think he's this, last, this last one was, you know, so Tim Hardaway, and that was, a, that was a kind of a weird year for All right, you would know. you take Tim Hardaway or Jamal Crawford? Jamal Crawford. Yeah. No, you take Tim Hardaway. You no. take Timmy. No, Jamal Crawford is such a better scorer than Tim Hardaway. No, you forget the Warriors stuff, though. I mean, the. the no, I don't forget the Warriors stuff. I, uh, you're, I'm, he's got I'm what? He's got what? Four, four All Stars? Four All Star appearances? He's got a few. He's got a handful. Yeah, Jamal Crawford. How many? All, and what? Maybe none. One? No. Well, again, I didn't say he's the first ballot Hall of Famer because neither was Tim Hardaway. Well, Tim Hardaway shouldn't have been a Hall of Famer, but I think you take Tim Hardaway over Jamal Crawford. And that sort of speaks to why Jamal Crawford's not going to be the 
<laughs> Just because of Tim Hardaway. Well, it like, was a weak. It was a weak ballot this year. Yeah, but like, what ballot? <laughs> what ballot is Jamal Crawford? <laughs> like one of the strongest. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like even if there's a ballot that looked like this year, you're like Tim Hardaway or Jamal Crawford in the Hall of Fame. You'll be like, all right, Tim Hardaway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we start talking about Tim Hardaway. We're talking about having I like, think, though, the best something scorer of all time. Instead of the Hall of Fame, named the six man award year after uh, award after him because he was the six man for many years. This is a right. given. You had to we, overcome you guys, you guys are not gonna get this, but the, the most improved player of the year. Most mm. improved. Let's see. Let's go with Luke Longley. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Luke Longley? No. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian Danley. No. <laughs> oh, Vinny Johnson. Yeah, who did a completely 180. I don't know. Otis uh, Thorpe. George Mikan. Told you guys weren't going to get it. <laughs> I wouldn't have got it either. You let me keep guessing. Bro. <laughs> oh, my fault. <laughs> thought you were, not that you were doing the. the he had Mikan. You had Mikan on the mind. I know you. What did. is it again? The oh, most, most improved. improved. Yeah. All right. So now. The new, the newest award. Oh, I'm still thinking about most improved. Over here. I'm sorry. The newest award, the NBA Clutch Player of the Year. I know which, which never was never, you know, was never an actual like award. And it's going to be the first time this year. Robert Ory. No. Paul, wow. Paul no. Pierce. Should be Paul Pierce. Should be Robert Ory. Paul's got that record, doesn't he? Uh, he's he's, yeah, he's either yes. scored or no assisted. one's hit more clutch yes. shots than yes. Robert Ory, though. No. Paul has the biggest. You mean? Yeah. The biggest shots. Yeah. Robert Ory in the finals. Well, he's got like two or three, but he's got, dude, they that's count, a lot. They count for like nine, right? Exactly. No, he's yeah. Yeah, man. Mad shot. Proving your point, right. All right. Mr. NBA logo himself. Jerry West? <laughs> Would you say like that? Like you're not sure. Jerry I mean, West. he couldn't win a fucking championship. How was that clutch? Yeah, he really, really struggled against the Celtics. How is he clutch? He legitimately is I'll the you, definition I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> of not being able to come up in the well, clutch. Did, I will tell you right he now. He did win the MVP award for a team that, that lost in the finals. And I'll he lost, so he missed the shots to win. All right. Well, let me tell you why. All right. Okay. He was voted on by a media panel based on nominations from NBA head coaches. Legendary Los Angeles Lakers broadcaster, Chick Hearn, gave West the nickname Mr. Clutch. So that is the reason. So conspiracy theory. I think... <laughs> They're going to add Kobe to the logo, and they're giving this to Jerry West, so, so he's still involved. Sorry, so I'm still involved. <laughs> well, could be. Could be. <laughs> so I'll still, drop the beat for you if you want me to. So he's still involved. So drop, drop the, the beat. fucking beat. Drop the fucking beat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jerry West, you're gone. <laughs> Look, Jerry West, his stats themselves. 14-time All-Star. NBA Finals MVP. You guys were just talking about that, so I don't know how many how many championships. Did he maybe win? you're right. Maybe he, maybe the NBA logo is going to get changed, and it's like, all right, we'll give you this just because you've been called Kobe Mr. Clutch. Is a better Clutch Mr. Cl- clutch Award winner. Yeah, but he already has the the All Star MVP. It's named after him. The the trophy. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying. Can no double dipping here when it comes to. Awards right. named after you. Just, just off of uh, our conversation alone, it makes me wonder, like, 
with like NBA panelists or whoever decided these things. <laughs> the How funniest, this broke down yeah, in the room. Like the, the dialogue must have been hilarious. Yeah. I would love well, to be. Well, why does this guy get to do that? <laughs> like everyone must have been like bouncing stuff. Who decided this? Yeah, right. right. <laughs> like exactly the way Sean's been reacting to it. And pretty much every single know, every person. Every person, every award even, you even, know. even Havlicek is like, hey, what the All right. yeah. like how'd you settle on George Mike and let's be honest. Like do you feel like do you feel like you just had like <laughs> or, or, or who were the who were the ones that were like close? They're like neck and neck, and then like <laughs> they ultimately decided on George Mike and like, Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Who thought of this? The Mikeans got a nice phone call, I'm sure. Well, I mean Hey uh <laughs> You're not gonna believe this one. Hey Hillary. I know. <laughs> Your great grandfather means a lot to you and his basketball reputation. We'd love to have you come out for the most improved uh player. Trophy presentation this year, named after your great grandfather himself. <laughs> you do realize these awards, or most of these awards, are named after players who are no longer here, right? So, <sighs> yeah, could have could have named someone in any decade that people watched basketball so outside the, of George Mikan. Am I the beneficiary of some sort? <laughs> what are yeah. we talking about? So, here? how much money am I getting? From this? <laughs> yeah, right. Am I the only living, you know, family member connected to to this guy? That's why I'm getting the phone you, call. You're going quite down the family tree here. If I'm being honest with you, if I'm being honest, <laughs> not gonna lie, I bring up George Mikan only when I'm asked for fun facts. <laughs> Other than that, no relationship. Yeah, <laughs> fun facts. All right, so yeah, that's yeah. um. So fuck George Mikan, uh, asshole. Uh, apparently, you know, Ducha not happy with these awards being renamed. I, I except for Michael Jordan. Yeah, we'll <laughs> apparently, we'll have to redo this. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll come with my. I'll come with my list next time. Yeah, uh, I'll come with my list. I'll put some thought to it. He's like the James Posey Award for yeah. Six Man of the Year. <laughs> Hear me out. The Hear Mar- me out. The Marcus Smart Defensive Player of the Year Award. <laughs> Mr. Clutch Award, PJ Brown. All right, there we go. Curveball, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't see that. Did I walk out right? Most improved player, Leon Poe. Just saying. Look at that. Look at the stats. Look at the stats. <laughs> yeah, we, let's do it. You guys get all right. Hold on. What, all what, right. Else, what else we missed, Drew? Oh, my fault. All right. In case you missed it, congratulations to Al Horford, who welcomed his fifth child. Yeah, he got to start in five. You got to start in five. There it yeah, is, baby. There you go. <laughs> Emin is uh, and his wife uh, Amelia. They welcomed a, a baby girl Anna, uh, you mean? earlier this week. Hmm? <laughs> that's, a common, that's a common mistake. Too. Common mistake. Common mistake. People think that Anna's a uh, housewife. So, yeah. So, after missing a couple games for being in uh, the... A couple? The leagues. No, no. No, for real. It was the last the last few games that he's missed was because of the birth of his, his daughter. Mm-hmm. But the first two that he missed was because he was in protocol. Was he in plus plus? He was he missed one game because it was a back to back. He doesn't play back to back, so right. yeah, it was also because he got he got the bid for like the seventh time. Why he love? I don't think he got the bid. Why, think, why is I like COVID somewhere? I think he went in quarantine to be able to be at his birth of his. Kid. Oh, okay, all right, we really good. Yeah, Sean's got all the conspiracy theories, huh? No, I mean that could be legit. No, it probably is legit. Yeah. There you go, breaking fucking. Well, news. he entered health and safety protocol. Maybe that that could yeah. fall. See, if, if people just assume that is, oh, he yeah, got the vid. He wouldn't have been able to go to the hospital to see his kid uh, if he had the vid. Yeah, like that's that. true. Very true. True that. Read the line. Read between the lines, people. So expect <laughs> Papa like, Horford. Find the story. 
Expect Papa Hopper to be back this most likely. Is, this is journalism one on one. Don't Friday. believe the headline. <laughs> Expect him to be back most likely Friday against Bobo. Oh, he's got a, he's got his hands full. He's got his hands full against Bobo, who doesn't start. Speaking of children, like, yes. So yeah, that's gonna do it for uh, this uh, weird rendition of. In case you missed it, not yeah, a it weird rendition. Of, it got kind of weird. It got kind of weird. A nice rendition. All right. I think people expect a little weirdness from us. I don't know. You get you were you were pretty negative about the awards here. The awards sucked. <laughs> Outside of know, Michael man. Jordan, the awards name sucked. I mean, you were more excited about Bobo Weekend than fucking the awards. Well, I just but <laughs> Hakeem Olajuwon. <laughs> Not gonna had, lie. If you had to rank best defensive players of all time, Hakeem Olajuwon would be up there. Up there, sure. The best, the best. But maybe it's not the best. It's just someone that's. I'm just upset about how the trophies look. Like they look like, they look like they look like this glass right here. This, I mean, no one, no one can see it. No but, one can see that. Yeah. But yeah, they look like the. Just like shot glass. They look like the participation awards. Like they, the, the one yeah. that everyone gets. Like they literally look like the one that like the WNBA gets when their championship. Oh, trophy. that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe they made them small for that reason. They're like they you look know, like they look like what they give gender like, equality. They look like what they Let's give. Make sure we get smaller trophies. They look, the like they, gi- they look like what they give to like. Instead of giving them bigger ones. And then next year, ball, next so. year, there's gonna be a huge trophy in the WNBA. No, it's, it's gonna like, be like the biggest like, one. It's like what they give to like the uh, the top executive who like sold the most that month or right. something. It's it's weird. It's like something yeah. you would get out of something like, you yeah. would an office. Job. It's but, 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 not but, but, something you maybe... put on your mantle in your mansion. No, but it's something maybe you put on your office desk. Yeah, and be like, hey, employee of the month. Employee of the month. Yeah, it has employee of the month. No, but but maybe it looks like that. Because it's not like actual size. Look, if last year they got away it. with it with the 75 year anniversary thing. That was fine. Okay, you want to, you know, Basketball to commemorate the thing. And, you know, it was a lot much smaller. And it was just more of like a, hey, like this has been 75 years, the NBA. Okay, I get that. But like, you're supposed to go back to regular size trophies after that. The MVP trophy is not the regular size MVP trophy anymore. No, it's ridiculous now, man. That MVP thing. Man. I mean, that's what that's what it looks like. Like on like enough know, the, nothing the photos. Man. That was nothing, a great the, trophy. The Jordan trophy, the MVP one, the new one. When has Jordan ever made that motion? Like, have you seen this thing? I can just tell you, you haven't, Sean. Like, you can. No. It's like he's grabbing a rebound or something. I'm like, that's not a Jordan iconic. Like, I would say I it looks like it's going on for a floater. I don't expect the Jumpman logo, obviously, but like, come Why on. Why not do the Jumpman logo? I'm sure there's some copyright things uh, going on there. But Jordan, okay. okay. You know, Jordan at the end of the day is, is a businessman. Sean's like, we're going to do that. Out? You better pay me some dough. Yeah, he's like, how much you talking? Be ending up showing up and handing this thing out like Bill Russell was? Wow. That's a good question. Maybe the first time. I don't, I don't know. know. That's what the, that's what this looks like. Right? Yeah. Sean's face says it all. It looks like a, it looks like a, it looks like a, it right. looks like an Emmy with the with the basketball I with will, the diamond crusted basketball. I will not yeah. only I will not if only the Emmy guy played ball. Rename them the right like. way. I will make drawings of what the trophy should look like. Okay, we'll, we'll be looking forward to that. Yeah. Take your time with it though. Article on Causeway Street. Take your time with it though. Seven years. Now I'm all worked up. Yeah, what you do? This was a wild. That was a wild thing to go through, man. You knew that was going to be. Yeah. You knew that was going to be controversial. I did. I did, but not that controversial. No. Next time, read the room, bro. <laughs> Hit us up on all <laughs> social media platforms at Causeway Street. Please, please do. Please do that. Uh, <laughs> do better, bro. I'm out of here. Drop my mic. Hit up CausewayStreet.com for your Celtics rumors, news, and opinions. And you better subscribe to Causeway After Hours. That's Patreon.com slash Causeway. It's down to the finals, guys, here at the, in the World Cup. Yes. Hey. Yes. Someone, someone's going to get their prediction 
Someone, someone got the it's, prediction. It's and between, it it's ain't between. me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, that Portugal Morocco out. game. I don't get. You know what? I will not get started here. Okay, all That's right for another day. So it's got, between between the Pavone brothers. What we got Argentina. I got Argentina. This is Messi's fucking year to do it. If he doesn't, then it's never gonna happen. Yeah, but you know the French they like to spoil things. France is back. The fucking French, and they're uh, the and they're the reigning champs right now. They're looking for uh, exactly looking for a repeat, baby. Now. I look at it from my perspective. I think from the way the games have been played, Argentina has been getting a very friendly whistle. A very friendly whistle. Yeah, yes and no, though. Yes because and no, because some they're, of those they're, fouls have been ridiculous. Yeah. The one against the goalie, the one, the, the, the recent one when Messi Messi scored. Yeah. You can't touch the goalie like that. Like you make it sound like it's like 50-50 calls. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, that, that, so, ref, that ref was throwing out yellow cards all willy-nilly. Right, but I mean, I'm even <laughs> – go back to the Argentina uh, – Netherlands? Netherlands game. They were getting a very friendly whistle because that motherfucker who started shit and got the whole benches riled up didn't get a card. The Netherlands, they reached their, they reached their limit. I'm, just, I, I'm not saying that Argentina <laughs> shouldn't have won that game. Okay. I'm just saying. And, and I'm you know just what? making sure. You know what? I will say this too. I will say this too. <laughs> I think Argentina. Sure. The best thing that happened to Argentina. Speaking of bets, we'll talk. The best thing that happened to Argentina was losing to Saudi Arabia to start the tournament. Oh yeah, because them. because it's like just like the Celtics fans that were like, "Oh, it's the end of the world after losing against the Warriors." Exactly. That's exactly what happened. But I also. But think in the World Cup, though, you you know, Messi's one loss getting, can, can just Messi's been fuck you up. Very friendly whistle in a tournament. In a tournament, and, and oh, no, no, he's hold been on, hold it, on, hold on. I know, I know. But in a tournament where they haven't been favoring the stars, let me tell you this. Because let me the, tell you this. I, I'm gonna throw out. I'm gonna throw out my my two cents on on why your Portugal fucked up. I know why they fucked up, but I I want to I want to say it anyways. Go ahead. They should have started Ronaldo not the last game, but the game before that in Switzerland. Yes, I know. Like, what were you afraid of with the Swiss? And if you were going to hold out on playing him at all in that game because you wanted to be ready for the next game, yeah. Don't put then him you should have started him. And I think. And then and then when it didn't go their way, they're like, "Save us, save us, Ronaldo, go in and save us." I'm like, come on, bro, you going to put pressure on this dude Thank you. to it save? Was bullshit! Them? It's a bullshit. It's way. bullshit. It's bullshit they to fu- go out. They fucked him over. Yeah. Because if you notice, the whole first half when Ronaldo was on the bench, it was a lifeless fucking Portugal team. Yeah. No yeah. urgency. Ramos was uh, was the MIA, bro. Second Ronaldo came in, we're attacking, we're attacking, we're attacking. What minute did he come in? Too late. No, 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 no. He came in. <laughs> he came in early. Forty nine. He came in early. Who, who does substitutions at minute forty nine? Nobody. Exactly. It was, des- it was a desperate, desperate move. Teams do desperate move. All right. And, and stars are on the same page. Pound dog, it up. you know I wanted Ronaldo to start against Switzerland. <laughs> I was flipping out against Switzerland. You were the one talking about the fucking legend. I was telling you. I was like, yo, I don't Ronald, know about the Ronald, move. You know, no. You were saying. You said. You said. No, hey, no, no. I was saying. I was saying. I don't know if they're going to even use him because. Right, you know, Ramos scored the hat trick, and then then I, I was then, like, that was a bad thing. That was the worst thing that could happen. I see. I thought it was the best thing that could have happened because what you do is you let Ramos go to. I, I I looked at it this way when we backed up from it. I said, okay, you know, you can beat the Swiss without Ronaldo, and if you wanted to get other players featured in that tournament to build the squad, like fine, but then you let Ramos get his hat trick, and you look at Ronaldo and say. Yo, he just got a hat trick, dog. And then you start Ronaldo the next game and see if he can go up against no, that. No, what happened was 
after that 6-1, you know, beating, the hat trick from Ramos, and they looked at Ronaldo and was like, you understand what we need to do here, right? Nothing personal. You're super sub. You know what I'm saying? But you're going to be super ready for this game because you're not going to start. And then when it wasn't going that way, they were like, hey, buddy, remember all that shit that we said earlier? Yeah, fuck you. all that. We yeah, need you right now. Come on. Come on. Fix this. And they just didn't get it done. And, and I bet you the Portuguese media is blaming it all on him. And it shouldn't have. The, the disrespect. No, I agree. And the underuse of Ronaldo is a fucking Fox. travesty. Yeah, it is. And you know why? It's going to sound really weird. People like Messi because he is more of a relatable superstar. Yeah, because he's not Ronaldo, like a lot of people looked at Ronaldo, myself included, for uh, uh, not all the time, but like early on in the in the rivalry as like the pretty boy versus yep, the the work the, 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 the blue collar guy. Yep. And I I hated it because I'm like yeah. he probably is, yeah. but he's still. I I've, I still stand by that well, there were the team on the map, man. There were oh he did he did he did. There were so many years where Ronaldo was just better than Messi by a smidge. And and no one ever wanted to give it to him. And you know what's you know what's crazy? They're cool with each other. I know they are. And and they could play with each other if if they were ever that ever would happen. All I'm saying, <laughs> all I'm saying, next year, New England Revolution. Oh. Now, oh, oh, actually, I got, the beat again. Break, I got some breaking news here. I heard through the grapevine. I can't tell you where I heard this from, but I heard through the grapevine that a soccer specific stadium. It's going to be built right next to Encore Casino in the upcoming years for the Revolution to have a home stadium there. And I think when they do that, residents are like, what the fuck? Messi, Messi, Ronaldo, Messi. Someone's coming to the MLS. Revolution better open up their fucking checkbook because they never got that guy that came over. You've been saving it for Messi. Let's fucking spend out the nose, Robert Kraft. Let's go. And on that note, let's go, Argentina. Let's go. You got Sway is going with France. I'm sort of going with. I'm gonna Let's bet. See on, what I'm gonna bet on different things in Vegas. Let's see what happens. Watch the though. game. I want good soccer. It's gonna be a great fucking soccer game. Yeah, sure we're is. gonna have a heck of a story coming from Vegas. Sean Ducha gonna be a. Oh yeah, I can't wait, baby. The, the, the Las Vegas scene for the first time in his life. It's gonna be ridiculous. It's gonna be epic. Yeah. So tune in for tune in for the content. You know what? Call me live out there. Let's see what happens. Oh, so you're right here. <laughs> All right. Until next time. <laughs> All right, maybe. Check hopefully, hopefully, out. hopefully that's the next time. Check hopefully, it's not an in memorandum episode Ho- of. Hopefully, hopefully it's not it's not a duo and it's still it's still yeah. the, the trio here. Hopefully, it's not like we haven't heard from Sean in weeks. <laughs> Can somebody please like this? If you know Sean is, this episode is to you know to put the word out. Like, <laughs> please have him contact us. It's now real. It's been fourteen days <laughs> since last contact with Sean. His family is worried. <laughs> No, no, seriously, yo, be safe out there. Please. Please. I'll be fucking fine. <laughs> Please. All right. All right. All right. Until next time, we out, guys. All Peace. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just out there fucking just. Vegas is awesome, dude. <laughs> just living. I'm never going home. <laughs>